welcome to Relate and Meditate, the fast food of meditation with Daisy Clementine. guys in this episode i caught up with the absolute queen of serving looks roey singh if you take one look at roey's instagram page you'll see the amount of creative makeup and fashion looks she is pumping out on a weekly basis she seems to have a never-ending source of inspiration and energy highly highly enviable we speak about the overwhelm that comes along with working for yourself and how to manage a never-ending to-do list especially when you're using writing your to-do list as a very sneaky form of procrastination. From how to hold yourself accountable and how to create structure for yourself when you don't have anyone to report into, this conversation is one for anyone working for themselves or even just working from home that is being personally victimized by their own self-created workload. Enjoy. I'm good. How are you? Long time no speak. Long time no speak. I know. I think I'm doing good. Well, thank you so much for joining me to have a very quick chat um, for Relate and Meditate. So Mm. to kick us off, what do you wish there was a meditation for and why? Oh, um, I'd say like goal planning. So something career oriented, but that isn't about how to get ahead in your career, more about like the mental well-being of balancing your goals and your to-do list Mm. from day to day. Because I think that can be really overwhelming, especially for people who work at home by themselves. They don't have a boss to sort of lean on or, you know, some sort of measure of success Um, how many things in a day you need to tick off. I think something to curb that and calm it would be nice rather than something, someone telling you what to do, because there really is no right way to process your day and to work through your list, right? Mm. But to have someone, something there to calm you so you could work through it. Because I've had times where I'll look at my to-do list and I will freak out because it all seems, you know, unmanageable when you look at it as a whole. And I literally just need to go talk to someone or I'll just talk to my partner. He'd be like, calm, it's it's fine. Mm. Just pick one thing, do the first thing, tick that off, move on. And even that just subtle conversation helps me. So I think that would be really useful. Yeah, I think um, as well, like as you said, it's quite, um, it's interesting, like the balance between, um, well, not the balance, but say for instance like if you are working at an office and you you know you're kind of in that world of like having a manager and Mm. um someone you can kind of like escalate issues to as well so um (laughs) for instance like if you don't know how to prioritize your day and you're like there's way too much to do if Mm. you're in a company normally you know there's someone else to help you or there's at least someone that can help you figure out what's the most important thing to get done in that moment and you know a lot of times even like having managed people myself it's Mm. 
been quite funny the things that people have come to me like severely stressed about and I'm like why are you stressed about this it's like not even due for a week or we can just ring the Mm -hmm. client and say um you know it's going to be a bit late but I think when you work for yourself it's like you hold yourself so accountable and like oh yeah something that I um I don't know if I read it or if someone um told me it but it was like think of yourself as your own manager and like (laughs) think about like recognize how you talk to yourself and think what you would think about your manager if that was how they spoke to you that's I would be a fucking horrible manager to myself (laughs) I'm like you're so slow hurry up get it all done I'm like you're so stupid do you even know what you're talking about (laughs) the worst the most toxic environment for yourself I know that's such a good point yeah that's such a good point I think I'm constantly having to like check in with myself and um it is kind of nice to when you're in a work environment because I did come from that in agency land to have a team to bounce off but at the same time I have like the amount of stuff that I've learned just by doing this myself and keeping my own emotions in check is so rewarding at the end of the day. It's like, okay, I I got through that. I got through that really busy, stressful period by myself. I came out not just like alive, but I, you know, I conquered it. We did it. And I think that's the most rewarding part of it that I can sort of work through it myself. And I may have moments of freak out, like a, like a small moment, but we're here. <laughs> we're here. We're doing it. <laughs> we're existing. It's funny how working with a team can be so great and great to collaborate with people and um, Mm. have that support and also have people to celebrate your wins with as well. Um, But I work so independently. So it's like always got to be a balance for me where, um, yes, like it's good to have people to chat to to kind of get you out of that jam sometimes when I know the Mm. feeling exactly. It's like I can see it. And actually I've, got into this really bad habit of trying to write my to-do list in the morning and then mm. I literally have just written like the date mm. at the top and I've just got <laughs> straight into work and just not even written my list because yeah it's got yeah. to the point now where it's kind of too overwhelming to write the list so I know because you have to think about everything you have to do that day yeah and you're that... like this is gonna stress me out let's just start <laughs> let's start <laughs> that's something that I honestly that that's something that I've only grasped recently because I feel I'm a bit of a planner but like I'm a planner slash procrastinator so I'll have everything laid out like come on like this is what we're going to do but then I'll procrastinate by writing my to-do list and then I'll get to the end of my to-do list and I'll have a break yeah (laughs) because that was a lot of work and then um yeah it takes me a really long time to actually start something so it yeah it does help to just be like all right that's fine kind of know what we need to do do that one task do that one ugly task up front and then move on so basically this meditation would really be yes. for the moment when it's like, okay, perhaps you've com- perhaps you've created your to-do list. So um, hmm. you've got to that point. So obviously you deserve a little break. And then hmm. it's like that tipping point between knowing what you have to do and it's out in front of you and yeah. then deciding whether to do it and, you know, find the energy to yeah. start working your, your way through it and choosing what tasks to do or you procrastinate and you find something else to do like I will find something that's not on my to-do list to do that's I procrastinate with other productive tasks though which is quite good like I 
Brilliant. Yeah. I, I think I kind of did the same thing though. Like I'll kind of procrastinate with like a, an annoying task. I have to call up someone or send an email. Um, but that's exactly it. It's, I think it's the, it's that space between writing a to-do list or setting up for the day and making the first move mm. and actually diving in that space gets a little bit lost, like in my head. That's when I start to also, because I'm in a very creative space, my head shoots off where like I'm my my brain is just like okay like we can create this look and then oh, then I'll go on Pinterest and I'll find all this inspiration and I'll be like oh yeah we can do this and then I'll write down like ideas for looks that I aren't even planned for this week my head just shoots off mm. and I'm like wait I need to do what is planned for this week otherwise we're never even going to get to next week's look mm. so talk me through um talk me through a, t- a typical to-do list for you yeah. Okay. So at the moment, um, so we're, we're up where we've got the coffee. Um, I always, I have to start off with my emails just so I can respond to everybody. Then I go through That's quite a stressful start. I feel. Oh, but it's actually quite like it because I, what I do is I put in a podcast and then I just kind of troll through my emails and get back to people. Yeah. Um, and at the moment I'm working on a couple of side projects. Like I've got a couple going at the moment um, and it's more me leading this piece in the project. And so it's, it's quite exciting. Yeah, so I'm cool. like, okay, I've got a new idea <laughs> to add to this. Like, let me just shoot this out before my brain forgets it completely because mm. it will. So I'll just do that. And then it'll be emails. And then I have this um, Asana, which is like the project management, um, app. And that's where all my brand collaborations are. So I'll see what I have for the week or for the day that I need to shoot out and send to clients. Um, then I'll do proactive. So I'll reach out if there's anyone that I want to work with that, you know, that month, um, I'll shoot out emails and pitch myself. Then I think where we've hit around 11 a.m., I'll do a look if I need to do create content. Mm. Um, and that can take anywhere up to, it, it can take from one hour to five hours, depending on the look. So, oh my God, I've um, seen your look. So I <laughs> believe that entirely. Yeah. And I also, because when I'm creating the look, I'm enjoying the process a lot. So I'm listening to music. I'm, I'll go for a lunch break. I'm like, you know, I might watch something I'm not listening to a podcast like this is a process for me and I will take my time because I'm in you know I'm like lapping it up um or I'll film it or do a tutorial I'll shoot the content um which is also on my list I'm like shoot it so I can cross that off um and then I sort of I for the end of the day it's more just like recon of what I haven't ticked off um it's more like if I need to pop out like groceries it's more like gym like health and well-being that kind of stuff just to sort of close the day out um but that's like a very boring day <laughs> that's like a that's like a covid day like where there's nothing really happening and this is me just trying to like keep on top of my stuff I mean it doesn't sound boring to me I think it sounds <laughs> fabulous I would love oh, to really? do my makeup um <laughs> in the middle of the day and you know be creative and um I think it really helps I think it helps my brain to have like to break up the admin and to break up the like analytical stuff or any sort of like invoicing and all that with um, creative moments. And it's cool because I, 
I have this diary. It's actually insane. I don't know. I've spoken about it. It's called Hey Control Freak. It's literally like a massive um, quarterly diary and you can actually plan for the week. And so you can, you can map out what your ideal week looks like. So each day has some sort of structure. So I've mapped it out. So Monday is, is very like admin-y business development. Um, Tuesday is a look. Wednesday is, I think either branded content or another look Thursday is like hobbies and creatives. So like things that I'm working on that I want to like grow. So like, (laughs) yeah, like I'm working on like graphic design on Photoshop. Like I want to get better at that. So I'll have a play and watch tutorials like cooking or like hobbies, hobby stuff like reading. And then Fridays, um, a look if I can squeeze it in or just kind of like unwinding. So I kind of plan my week um, I know a lot then, of people that do that that work for themselves and um yeah I think um it's it's quite different the weeks that you're on deadlines for things like for clients mm-hmm. but um yeah I have quite a few friends that do the same thing and I think having that dedicated day which is kind of like your boring admin or marketing day mm-hmm. of your business um and separating it from anything creative I think it's really smart it helps because sometimes the creative stuff can just take all day because your mind is just there mm. and then you finish it and you have zero energy to even <laughs> think I just want to zone out <laughs> and just watch something like that requires zero concentration. So yeah, it's nice to split it up. I think it helps. Yeah. A hundred percent. And um, in terms of when, so just for anyone listening that doesn't Um, may not know your background so to give some context because you weren't always working for yourself how did you kind of transition um from your mark were you marketing yeah so I was in I was working at a media agency what um specializing in social media like advertising and was more paid content so I was like running the back end of Facebook advertising for some pretty big clients um and that was like my first job out of uni which was exciting and it was a really great place to work. But whilst I was in uni and whilst I was working, I was doing all of what I'm doing on the side, but just like not as intense. So that was like a quote unquote hobby for me. Like I called it a hobby because I never wanted to say out loud that this is where I wanted to go because it didn't didn't feel real and I would get strange looks. So like, what? That's not a job, especially coming from like an ethnic background. Like that is not a job. Like a job is being a lawyer, a doctor, like going down a professional route. So I kind of like held back on saying like what I really wanted to do, but I knew inside I'm like, this is it. Like I don't feel this strongly or passionately about anything else and that's okay. So let's just keep going. So I did both. I would sometimes come home after a long day of nine to five and I'll do a look and it was so tiring and exhausting, but rewarding or my like weekends would be like consumed with like creating and planning content. And I think, I think about the second year that I was working at this agency, I just started to pick up, like my Instagram just kind of started to pop off. Um, and then everyone at work knew. So it was just like a whole thing. And then I started to manage like an influencer, um, section of the business of, um, 
in my at my um, agency, sorry. So I started managing influencers and it became a bit messy, a bit of a conflict of interest because I was seeing all these, I was seeing the influencer budgets coming through. I'm like, this is what you can make. Oh yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, I saw it come through and I was like, oh my God, like I could be here. I guess it validated and- <laughs> it as a career choice for you, right? Yeah, it was, it, it was, you know, it was validating, but also confusing. I'm like, damn, I need to be charging more. Mm. But that was what, motivated me. I was like, hang on a second. I need to be taking this seriously. This isn't a hobby. This isn't a side thing. This is serious. This is real money. I'm running my own business and this can eventuate to something quite big. So I had that in the back of my mind and my manager was incredibly supportive because she was just like, she loved what I was doing as well. So um, we were kind of having chats. I started to like feel less passionate at work. Like I was kind of slipping a little bit and I knew like, if I'm slipping like that, it's because my attention is elsewhere. Mm. So I came up with an agreement with my manager to go part-time and I kind of weaned myself off, but part-time was a nightmare because clients were email- emailing me on my days off yeah. and it was stressing me out. And I, and I was also like still working five days a week. I was just at home. So I was getting paid a, like a part-time salary, but I still had to be on because clients were like, mm, what about this? What about that? So that was a nightmare. And I finally had to decide, hang on, am I doing this? Like, am I going to quit my job to pursue something that could flop, mm. to pursue something with zero stability, with zero like designated annual leave or sick leave? Like all this came to my head and I was like, am I capable of that? It was overwhelming, but I genuinely just went with like my gut feeling. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be good at this. And if I'm not, I'm going to make myself good. Like there's no other choice here. And if it doesn't work out, sweet, that was fun. Let's jump back in to AT. I think a lot of people don't. um, And I've definitely had that feeling before as well of like um, feeling like if you have a gap in your resume or um, (sighs) if you change and do something else that there's like no road back. Like people just oh, yeah. will be like, well, what were you doing for a year or, you know? Um, yeah, it's almost like people think it's embarrassing to have a gap or to to take a step back as well. It's almost like we've really set each other up, like humans have set each other up to just keep moving forward and that is what success is. Whereas taking a step back is seen as, you know, quite literally taking a step back rather than as an opportunity to learn something new. Yeah. Um. And I was told that by multiple people. I was told by a couple of people in at my work. I was told from family that if you do this, you, you can't go back. You can't go back to being in that executive role. You're going to be an assistant again. You have to work your way up. Think about all the time that you've lost. Like you're going to be on like a smaller salary. Like you have to work, you know, all of that. And that's hard. It's hard to listen to that whilst your gut is saying something else. 100%. And honestly, like I feel like that, would feed into um, coming back to your kind of to-do list um, overwhelm. I think Mm. in those moments where you feel overwhelmed with your to-do list or, you know, what your week looks like, I think subconsciously some of those perhaps not so supportive views about um, Mm. what you're doing or maybe like previous doubts um, around, you know, switching to that um, different mm. career and backing yourself, I think that's when they can really creep back in. And, um, you, you know, procrastination is really just, um, apparently like, I mean, some people might not agree with this, but apparently procrastination is just like fear 
fear of failure a lot of the time. And, um, you know, I, I, it's definitely linked to toxic perfectionism a hundred percent. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Like, (laughs) it's just like, if it's not going to be a hundred percent perfect, I'd rather clean my apartment and do something Mm. that I know I can do like perfectly Mm. and feel good about. Cause, um, yeah, procrastination is such a, it's such a tricky one because for years, like I really thought I was just being lazy. I was like, oh, like I'm so lazy and like, I just can't, um, start like, why am I like this? Yeah. Like, (laughs) why am I putting this off? And I realize, and I'm, it's, it's, I struggle with it because sometimes there are, there really are tasks that are easy and like pretty much impossible to fail at. Like say, for instance, like responding to an email you don't want to respond to, or Mm. in my case, like doing any kind of finance stuff, I just hate it so much and I put it off (laughs) and it's like, you know, in my mind, like I think I don't feel like that's a fear, a fear of failure or anything like that. I just feel like it's really boring and I don't want to do it, but it's interesting how everything is kind of linked back. I totally get it with creative projects. Like even Mm. with this project, you know, it was an idea I came up with, I think maybe in July or August last year. And Mm. it just took so long to start getting it it off the ground. Yep. Yep. It does. It, it, you're just, you have so many, so many reservations and all the bad rushes to your head before all the good does. Mm. Like you you kind of run through the what ifs in a negative way, but you never, we never really dwell on the what ifs in a really positive light. Mm. Like what if this takes the fuck off? Sorry, am I allowed to swear? Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was kind of biting my tongue. Um, but literally what if this take like skyrockets and seeing that as the possibility really should be the motivation, but you're, so completely right. The way that this is linked, like it, it, it's as small as reservations about a to-do list and as big as making a huge career jump. Like that feeling is the same mm. and it carries through with us like for the rest of our lives. So we're always going to have a reservation about something, no matter how, how big or how small. And I think just that little space between the doing can be a lost space for people because we overthink, we procrastinate. And I know there are a lot of amazing ideas out there that we have never seen because people have decided to turn the other way Mm. and to not do it because they let the overthinking get the better of them. They got really insecure about it and they thought no one would like it. They didn't talk to someone. They didn't have a voice there saying, no, 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 keep going. This is great. And they just did a 180 and just, you know, abandoned. And I think, I always have that in my mind. I'm like, you can do that, but you can also just keep going forward and, you know, taking little mini steps, tumbling a bit, falling, getting back up, keep pushing forward. That's the only way, like I've made it up in my mind that that's the only direction that I will be going. Mm. And that really helps me in terms of a to-do list, something as small as you can just keep going, just do it and you'll get out alive. I mean, your to-do list is where it all really starts, right? Like it's pretty exactly. much like, I think for a lot of people dreaming, dreaming big and um, knowing like the end vision of where they want to get sometimes can be quite clear and quite exciting. But mm. it's like, actually, when you break down what the work to get there looks like, that's when it starts to get a bit more real and a bit more scary and I think a bit less glamorous as well, right? Like yep. there's nothing yep. glamorous about spending two hours sending out emails. Like there's just, Absolutely there's just not. not. Um, yeah. There's nothing glamorous about finance, about stock taking, about, you know, dealing with customers who are, you know, 
angry. There's nothing glamorous about Or about that, you but... trying to get your makeup look off that took you five hours that you've got to wash oh off your God. face. Or smudging something by accident <laughs> and then having to redo it. It's not fun. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's so interesting because my dad, who was in like a finance role for 25 years and super secure career, doing really well for himself, decided that he didn't want to do this anymore because it wasn't fulfilling him. So he just left and started his own business and like consulting and web design. Um, So he's always been really supportive of me because he's, you know, and he started that quite late in life. So he's like, honestly, you want to start your own business or you want to start this new project and you're overwhelming yourself by thinking about all the little small menial tasks that are ahead of you. You have to take it one step at a time. Mm. You have to just do one thing. And that is a step in the right direction. And I think it's harder. It was harder for me when I was thinking about it holistically. As soon as I broke it down and I was like, hang on a second, I actually, in order to get this massive project that could be huge for my career going, I just need to send this one email, just this mm. one email. And that's like why I write to-do lists because I can break down something that seems frightening and scary into a couple of like really small menial tasks that I don't even need to think about just to get the ball rolling. Yeah, fully. And I think that idea of um, even breaking down sometimes on my to-do list, like I will write things and I realize the reason I'm overwhelmed is because I haven't broken it down enough. Like I'll write something Mm. quite general and then I procrastinate it and I'm like, okay, well, I actually need to break this task down into like five different tasks because this is just Mm. like very vague. Like exactly, you know, create a pitch deck vague you write a pitch yeah number one start a business yeah. number two, <laughs> rule the world 100 <laughs> exactly um well just to kind of round us out and um mm-hmm. what we do from here is we go away and we craft a script which is kind of designed for you but hopefully will be helpful for other people um all the chats we're having at the moment are mm. hopefully relatable like <laughs> goes back to the name um and for people yeah. that I hope will be able to quick search them um and find them in their moment of need it all really came out of um me looking up very niche meditations and finding out they didn't exist so um, it's so good it's so good <laughs> what would be your what would be your key thing that you maybe your partner's um been the person to say to your dad like your key thing that reassures you when you are feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list um that you think we could include because we'd love a bit of roe advice in there oh that's a really good question okay let me have a very quick think um oh there's so many I'm, i'm probably Break it down and you can ask for help. I think that's the thing. Mm. You don't have to do it all because there are other people who can help you and you can lean on and don't be afraid to ask for help. So I don't know how to. No, I, no, it's not, <laughs> I mean, that's our job to kind of make it yeah, <laughs> make it sound yeah, a bit more succinct. Like, but um, yeah, I think like that's to a break good it one. Down. Yeah. And I would yeah. say from chatting to you as well, a big driver for you is kind of connecting to your why, you know, and mm. you putting that time aside to create. Um, and as you said, go on Pinterest and browse and get inspired. A lot of the time mm. for me where I get really stuck is that it's just that I feel uninspired and I feel like I'm ticking things off a list and it's almost like why 
why am I even doing this? You know, why am I doing this? I know it really, it takes you out of it. And I, that's a really, the why is very important for me Mm. because the why is why I'm still here today. Because if I didn't follow that, I wouldn't have this platform because I would have given up when I saw that something flopped or when I saw that it wasn't growing or when I saw, when I felt I was becoming irrelevant. I always said, why am I doing this? And it's because I genuinely enjoy creating, exercising that part of my brain and putting out amazing content that makes me, that, you know, makes me feel satisfied and that I can look back and be like, wow, I did that. And that is literally why I'm here. There is no other reason for it. And I think it's why I'm still here doing it. (laughs) Well, I'm very happy that you're still doing it and you're doing something you love and you are amazing at it. I really want you to do my makeup one day. (laughs) A big orange look for me. Let's make it it. Orange is orange is your color. It is. We've we've decided. It's such a beautiful shade as well. So let's book that in. Let's book it in. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, so nice to chat with you and I'm sure um, we'll chat soon. Let's have a drink soon. Thanks, my love. Definitely. Bye, girl. (laughs) Bye. Now that you've related to the issue at hand, it's time for a very short and manageable meditation led by our resident hypnotherapist, Rachel Kreather. It's really more of a pep talk to help you shape your thoughts. Please don't listen to these meditations whilst driving or doing anything else where you need to concentrate. The episode will end at the end of the meditation to give you some time to reflect. It would be so appreciated if you could please, please, please subscribe and share this podcast to help it reach more people and leave a review with any niche meditations you would like to hear in the next episodes. Enjoy. I know you don't have five minutes right now and you need to start your day, but take a chance on this. Let us help you psych up and tackle that to-do list. Let's put purpose behind those bullet points and get a clear view on where you're headed. To ease your busy mind, we're going to run through this meditation while you're tidying your space. Take this time to actively listen whilst you clean your space and prepare for your day. We know you want to procrastinate. Why is that? Why do you want to scroll Instagram instead of getting shit done for yourself? I know, me too. But by scrolling or putting things off, we're giving up on ourselves. I know that sounds dramatic, but it's true. Okay, hop up now. Pop all those mugs into the kitchen. See, there's something done. It's time to hold yourself accountable and move through your list as you would expect someone working for you to do so. You've got this. We know you've got big goals, big dreams for yourself. So let us be the friendly but forceful push you need to get there. Okay, first, lock your phone away. Seriously, if you can get a lockbox for your phone, lock it away. Those perfectly hand-sized devices are so addictive and they just set us up for failure when they're in our arm's reach. 
repeat after us. As Glennon Doyle so rightly said, I can do hard things. Keep tidying. I can do hard things. Keep going. I can do hard things. Now identify the hardest thing on your list to do. Break it down further. Break it down further again. You should eventually have a longer list of smaller tasks that you know you can breeze through. Maybe you think they're too easy now, but who cares? It's the tiny little stepping stones that you will take that will get you exactly where you need to be. Maybe you don't feel like doing this right now. Maybe you want to watch TV and check out. Why is that? Assess. Do these tasks move you in any way towards your big goals? If not, it's time for a bigger assessment than your to-do list. If you're uninspired, your energy is low, then that needs some deeper work. That said, don't be fooled by what looks like an uninspiring list at first glance. Paying your taxes is highly uninspiring. Just like sending emails in itself is an uninspiring and unfulfilling task, but you need to find the link. When linking purpose and reason into each of the tasks you need to do, you'll find the energy and flow through them. See those dirty marks on your screen right now? Wipe them off. Write your big goals at the top of your to-do list every day. Then make the links to the tasks at hand. You are on track. You are climbing step-by-step step closer to what you're working towards. Motivate yourself like you would motivate your team. Believe in yourself. You are smart, you are capable. What you are doing and what you are sharing is important. Visualize yourself in eight hours. Are you ending your day proud of yourself? Can you relax knowing that you worked hard? Or do you overcompensate and work longer hours? You want to close each day with kindness and appreciation for yourself and your commitment to your goals and the life that you want to lead. Now breathe. Lock that phone away. One foot in front of the other. Flow through it. You've got this.